If you know me at all, you know that death is my bread mm -hmm. and danger my butter. Oh, no, danger's my bread and death is my butter. I'm sorry. No, no, wait. Danger's my bread. Death, no, death. No, I'm sorry. Death is my... Death and danger are my various breads and, and various butters. Mm -hmm. Episode 51, Various Breads and Butters. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm Simon Toner. With me, as always, is Ben brickhouse Cohen and our producer, Renan Sequitur-Dinser. You can uh, email us any comments, questions at variousbreadsandbutters at gmail.com or you can follow us on Twitter or and or you can follow us on Twitter at, at some later date. At some later date. Uh, I don't know if we had anything to talk about today. Are we, are we done? Uh, I, I can start. Okay. Is it a question for, for our guest? It's a general question, I feel. Okay. So uh, here's the question. Yeah. Okay, the first one is, the first question is, I was listening to the uh, one of the past episodes that is currently dropped, mm -hmm. the um, the Villa episode with the uh, opera singer. Oh, with... Ice Espresso. Yeah. Ice Espresso, yes. So with, with, so with, with Kathleen. I was, yeah. Kathleen with Parrish. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Professor. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking... Uh, what constitutes a villa? Like, how is it different from a house? Did you read that book? It takes a villa. <laughs> I think that was. Did it explain it in there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's it a chap chapter one. So you think it's typographical? It just didn't have enough space for the GE. Yeah, it was like a very, it was a very narrow book. <laughs> right, mm. saving money. <laughs> did that? Did that answer it, Ron? I think yeah. Okay. <laughs> a villa is probably on the side of a valley or on the on the sea and it's got those buildings built into the side of it and they're very colorful. Can can you have like a villa in the contiguous United States? No. Yeah, why? Because like how is it different from Italy like where like every single house seems to be a villa? Because we don't build our things into the sides of rocks with colorful paints but if by we by the sea. But if we did I guess if we did, it could be a villa, but we don't. How is it different from a mansion? Can a mansion be a villa at the same time? Oh, those are questions. There's, we need a thesaurus. Wait, is this part of the introduction? No. When is that going to happen? Um, we have it scheduled for a little later. Okay, yeah. great. So I'm early. If you fit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we'll have time for you today. Yeah, we might have to bump you. This is all going to be cut out in post. I don't want to throw a margin. monkey wrench into this, but let me break protocol. Yeah. I'd Great like to protocol. introduce our guest. Oh, yeah. For so the that's, week. It's happening now. It's happening now. Okay, mm -hmm. go ahead. Our guest is Professor Owen McLeod, James Owen McLeod, from the philosophy department, the August philosophy department. Hmm. All, all those are correct. Owen, wait, do you have wait, any questions I, for us? I, I want to make something clear at the beginning. Yeah. First of all, I'm really happy to be here, but... Oh, great. And I'm willing to talk about anything. Yep. But just in case, yeah. in the unlikely event that I get uncomfortable, uh -huh. I thought maybe we could have like a safe word. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, what should the safe word be? What well, I thought like? we would just use what we use at home. <laughs> what's which that? is not really a word, it's like a phrase. Okay, what's the phrase? Stop it right now and I mean it. <laughs> that's. <laughs> Can we I do like, that? Yes, okay. that's a good safe phrase. It's pretty clear. Yeah. Then we, we'll, we'll carry on. Yeah, let's do that. Renal, what was your other question about the podcast? Oh, the other question is... Uh, we didn't answer the first one, by the way. Yeah, I, I know. I think we did I pretty thought we well. Did. You we, could just, we could just Google. We could Google that. Well, we don't Google things here. Oh, really? Oh, no, wow. no. We just... <laughs> we, we alphabet them. Yeah. 
<laughs> I know what that. I know what you're saying. You understand that I reference? Saw, I saw the article. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, the question was this. So, um, you know, like on the podcast, I'm like, hey, Ben, or like, hey, Simon. Yeah. You know, we're on the face, first name basis. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'd prefer you call me Dr. Tonev. <laughs> so Dr. the other day, I thought, I think on the Jen episode, mm-hmm. I never, I met Jen mm-hmm. in the studio. Mm-hmm. You did? I, I did not take a, you know, psychology classic before. And you did so not? So I didn't know her. So you like, didn't hear her in pure field pieces? No. Yeah. So I'm very conflicted because if I had met Jen before, or like took a class with Jen before, mm-hmm. I would be Professor... Uh, Tallarico. Tallarico. Mm-hmm. So you don't even know her last name. This is how, <laughs> yeah. no, this is I, how I twisted know her, this is. I know her last name. I, I'm, uh, I'm bad at thinking fast. I understand. Um, I, I think I think it... Uh, Owen, do you... Is it going to be Owen or Professor Owen or Professor your last name? It's how about that. Professor your last name? <laughs> I like that. That works well for everybody, yeah, by the way. That's just general. I think one it's thing, like a variable. Renan, usually the, the resolution of this is something that Owen deals with in his class. is called context. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we don't talk about context. At all? No, it's mm-hmm. a historical, a contextual. It's the philosophy. His- Even the history philosophy class, especially there, we don't know. There's no history. We don't talk about anything historical. Just the ideas, man. <laughs> just yeah, just the ideas. Yeah, man. I think it's I, th- I think it's context because uh, I don't ever want a student to email me mm-hmm. with, ever. Without... You can just stop at that <laughs> <laughs> and and say yeah. For all you students <laughs> listening out there, don't email them. You don't email your professor and then and then address it to their first name. It has to be professor so and so or doctor so and so. And usually substitute so and so for whatever their name is. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Don't like say first so name so. or last name, because for example, last some professors name. I'm professor first name. Yeah, I don't. I, I guess that's up weird. to them. That's a I, bit strange. I think as a rule of thumb, though, you don't want to do that. If, yeah. If they reach out and say it, then okay. But I'm not. I'm not that on board. It just with seems that. like a perverse blend of formal and informal. Yeah. Like professor Nancy. It sounds like it's a, almost like it would be a joke that you know, if you're a preschool teacher, you'd say, "Call me Professor Jen." Yeah. Yeah. I think you can never go wrong with <laughs> professor last name. Now, Owen, in your class, do your students refer to you as Professor McLeod or Dr. McLeod? Professor they, McLeod. But do they, they do not call you Owen? They do not call me Owen. Those okay. who know me well uh, sometimes call me McLeod. They yeah. drop the professor. Mm-hmm. I think that's nice. I think that, I like it. I think that would be the second. I was going to say that would yeah. be the second possibility. Yeah. That's how I, I sign my emails to them. I don't say Professor McLeod. I, I do? Well, yep. Okay. Well, do you have, Owen, do you have the same... I. I I have an unwritten rule that as soon as they graduate and if students are writing, then I go right to my first name. Then, I do too. Then I'm Ben. And I make it clear that I want them to use my first yeah. name in that first email. And I've had some pushback. A couple of them like, it's really uncomfortable for yes, me, but if yes. you say so, right. but as soon as they're out the door, then you're back. Then it's first name. Yeah. I did that. In fact, in fact, when I was in college, my, my mom had prepared me to say, you, you're going to call everybody doctor. My, my little rule was if we're in the classroom, you're professor. If we're outside of the classroom, you're doctor. And if I happen to know that you don't have your PhD, you're Mister, wow, or Mrs. Right. or Miss, you know. But uh, but yeah, it, it was much too regimented. But at the same time, I never was in a situation where I where a professor you know told me I was calling yeah. Well, the wrong this would thing. I think it, this would be a good episode to have a, a female professor here with us because I, I'm led to understand that they deal with they deal with students using all kinds of uh, <laughs> um, uh, toots. <laughs> well, just you know, professors who have who have doctorates who are who are who are, who are doctors with PhDs and Miss or Mrs. Mm-hmm. What they would call all the male professors doctor or professor, mm-hmm. but they would call the female professor Miss or Mrs. It's mm-hmm. a little, mm-hmm. uh, it's a problem.
Well, so the other question I had, or we got was, on the first couple of episodes, we were asking a question, or the guest would ask a question that a future guest would have to answer. Oh my God. And then uh, we did it twice mm-hmm. and stopped. And I had more than one person uh, wrote in to ask, what happened to that? Well, here's, it, l- l- let me explain this. So so when Ben and I were, the, the question and stuff, so when we were about to start episode 43, I had this brilliant idea in terms of questions for our guests that we would have the guest of the previous show ask a question, not knowing who the next guest would be to the next guest. And it would sort of go on like that, that 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 guest would ask to another guest. And and it would be just a great way to have sort of a random question. You know, the type of question you would ask if the, if you didn't know, you were just asking sort of part of the human experience, you know, you're asking another human a question and it was the meaning of life. It's something like that. And it was, and, and Ben said, Hey, that's a great, that's a great idea. Do you know that Paul F. Tompkins is doing that on his Spontanea Nation podcast? And I honestly, I'm a huge Paul F. Tompkins fan. I listen to Spontanea Nation. I had no, I had not listened to it at that time. And so it was one of these things where I had this idea that someone had already had, and he does it really well. A friend of the show, future guest. I hope so. Um, and so, and so he did it really well. And so we just sort of, we we did it like half heartedly, and then we just stopped because it was just, just let him have it. Too Deri- derivative, derivative, right? Too derivative. I think that's it right. was unintentionally a, derivative. It, it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't actually derivative. It, but yeah. This is the thing about uh, being derivative. Mm-hmm. You don't have to know it to be derivative, and you but, should stop being derivative, even if. But don't you get a certain amount of points for not uh, knowing it? Some, but you still have to stop. Yeah, oh, yeah. and we did. Yeah, right. yeah, so we did, and you get you get points for stopping too. So, so I got like two points. Probably two points. Two there. points. Yeah. All right. Good. You, we, we collectively got two points. Yeah, yeah. Well, so then uh, on that note, there were a couple lessons learned that I wanted to share. And it's just going to wrap back to this exact point that you made. Yeah. Um, Did I make a point? Yeah. Hold on. We'll, we'll see if it, we can pull it back or if okay. I just forget. Did you know that uh, spider webs are uh, a great treatment for cuts? I have heard that. I didn't know it, but I've heard it. Yeah, they're like probably the best thing you could do, like to to wrap a wound in spider webs. They're 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 bacteria free. They're biodegradable. I can, I guess I can. I mean, that's gross, but I guess I can understand it. Well, it's it's cleaner because you only find spider webs that are new. It's not like a cobweb in the corner of a room. How, yeah. how do you harvest your spider webs? Well, if you get cut out in the woods or something. Oh, go look for a spider web. Yeah, it's likely you'll find one. It would have to be fairly recently spun, otherwise, it's going to have. Uh, dead insects in it yeah. and that can't be sterile right I, I think that's true what if the spider's still in it, like a black widow <laughs> then, yeah. that, then that just yeah. causes more problems that would be a problem what do you what do you, can you use spider webs for spider bites <laughs> uh yeah it has to be just a different web oh, okay a rival web Ooh. it's a this rival is, this is getting complex well so the other thing i learned is that jenga the the game, the game jenga oh a, that's the balancing with, with all those you just take a box on the bottom yes. put it on did the you know that every piece is slightly barely slightly different size they're not all exact same size it wouldn't work nothing in nature is the same size there so it's like snowflakes they're all isn't isn't a hydrogen atom the same size as another hydrogen atom wow find me i really went small right (laughs) Um, see like that's how far you had to go to find a answer that we don't know an answer to yeah so but so, I think I that's, think, that's uh, a third point for me. I think so I mean, no, nobody's amazed by this. Well, I think Ben, I mean, you're, you can you're... also say like every iPhone is oh, different sorry. size. It's like snowflake. It's unique. Yeah, I think Ben's point. I mean, Renan, you're making an excellent point, which is that you know, of course, Thank they're you. different. They're differing at it's the, really at the valuable micro, here at the microscopic level. Wow, 
Um, but <laughs> I thought Ben's point was that these are intentionally engineered in such a way that they are subtly different from each other. And, and that uh, is your point? And not, that, and that not, is mere, my point. not merely at the microscopic level. Co correct. They are intentionally, the, the game when it was originally made, it was all the same blocks, but it didn't quite work. So they had to make them very slightly different so that uh, when you stack, like you, you could pull it out from the middle. You could yeah, yeah, you yeah, play yeah. the game. That was, that was think, a learning. I think your point needs clarification though. It can't be that for every, what are these things called? Jenga. For every block. Jenga block, mm -hmm. it differs in this intentional way very slightly from every other. There must be some, like they have 12 or 15 different sizes, shapes, whatever you want to call it, variations for, for any block. There's no other block like it, not just in the package, but in uh, all oh, the blocks. Oh, I see no, your point. That, that, that would be too you, much. You must yeah. be correct. Okay. Yeah. So like in a given pack, let's say one piece is 200 millimeters by 20 millimeters and the other one is 199.5 millimeters by 20.5. And then they just, they're all variable. This is my tie back to Owen's earlier point. Um, the other lesson learned is that most of the lessons that I learned come from some podcasts that I had just listened to hmm. sometime between our last recording. So. I just heard that on how to do everything earlier today, and all I'm doing is repeating. That can't be true. Derivative information that I, I learned from some other podcast. You must have learned lessons before they were podcasts. Yes, but not today. No, this, oh, that's this, interesting. That's the first time I heard the word podcast as a verb, like as in broadcast. I like that. Did I just use it as a verb? Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, are we are we stumbling upon a theory of conservation of knowledge within the podcast universe that knowledge can neither be created nor destroyed? It just mean, it could just be passed from podcast to podcast. Recombined. Yeah. I think so far as I can tell from the podcast world, the podcast economy is made up of about 12 people who just circulate mm -hmm. on each of their own podcasts. Yeah. I and fully expect Owen to have, that you'll start one and we'll be guest on it by next week. Can't wait. This is how I see the podcast universe working. Yeah. I think it's a pretty reasonable way to look at it. Okay. Owen, you know, I asked this question on, uh, to most of our guests. Mm. Um, it's the Friday, Sunday question. Yeah. Are you... Which which day do you prefer, Friday or Sunday? Feels like the person who says I prefer Friday. Mm -hmm. I don't think about saying, it too well, much. Well, no, of course that's my job. Oh, um, the person who says Friday is uh, the sort of person who uh, likes to look forward. You know, the pleasure of anticipation. I got mm -hmm. the whole weekend coming up here. Yeah, that's great. Uh, the person who likes Sunday uh, might be thought of as the person who likes to look back at the weekend, sort of wallow in the last minutes of it. Mm -hmm. But really, if you're really the kind of person who wants to look forward to things, you should like Sunday because then you can really look forward to the weekend because it's many days away. Mm, you have more time to look forward. So if you were really a, like a really consistent looking forward type person, mm -hmm. you'd say Sunday. I prefer Sunday because then I got you have all those even, days to look forward to the to Friday. You got even more more days to look forward from Friday to the next well, to weekend. the next weekend, yeah. yeah, but I'm I'm treating it as the you know okay. the, imme the immediate weekend. Well, that's, um, a, that's an interesting answer. Okay, yeah, but well, it's a, so but you haven't you haven't answered. Which do you personally prefer? I don't like either day. You don't like either no, day. No, I don't prefer a Friday or a Sunday. You prefer them equally. No, so you're neither team Friday. I would prefer nor team I would prefer that there were neither Friday nor Sunday. Wow, so yeah. you, you're going for a five day week. Friday is a beginning. I don't like beginnings. Sunday is an end. I don't like endings. I would like just all Saturdays. Okay, on yeah. Saturdays. Can I ask Owen a question? Yeah, absolutely. Owen, what's it like to go to college in England, and why did you do that? Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was King's College, London. 
That's exactly right. Yeah. Someone you, did their I, research. I had you, a friend who went there. So you you decided that this this uh, this country does not what have a, have what I'm looking for in terms of an undergraduate education. I need to strike. No, out. it did, it did, it did. It's just it didn't have London. Oh yeah. Well. How did you know London was going to be so great? You had been there. And why didn't you go to London, Ontario, to University of <laughs> Western Ontario? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the true story is is that's uh, a lie. Yeah. No, the true story is this. I barely graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. Very bad grades. Very bad student. I went my first year. There's a look of incredulity we do, around the table. <laughs> we fact check. <laughs> I went to West Virginia University mm-hmm. and did very well. Mm-hmm. 4.0. My, my first semester, met a professor there who said, it seems like you kind of screwed up in high school. Uh, you can stay here at West Virginia University or it seems like you're kind of interested in religion and religious studies they have an excellent religious studies program where i got my phd which was king's college university of london maybe you'd like to go over there just sort of start over wow assume a new identity exactly that's what happened (laughs) got it so i applied and i didn't actually get accepted before showing up I just sort of showed you, up. Did you assume you would? Hubert's. Well, I got a letter that was somewhat vague by some sub sub dean who said we've processed your application and it looks fine. Was it a language problem? Did you not understand was, what they were was, saying? No, I understood what they were saying. Was there, there was, an accent in the letter? Oh, it's no. the letter that says we've received your, uh, we have successfully received your application. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, but like a little bit more, but definitely not a, a full grade official accept. But so you you be, played the uh, oh I. Didn't really read the uh, thing, and I'm now here card. I did. I played this. Sh- I played the. I- I'm here now, and I'm willing to pay card. So I showed and up. That's kind of cool. Did you just show up there like with a duffel bag? And I did show up with a duffel bag, a duffel bag, and really stupid clothes that I thought were British. I thought if I, I thought if I bought a lot of stuff from the LL Bean catalog, I would look British. But I did show up in London wearing duck boots. You know what these things are? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a pair of corduroys. So, but I look like a fool. No one in England wears duck boots. You know, they might wear Wellingtons or something. Were not you, not were, after they hear this podcast. Were you perceived as an eccentric American or a stupid one? Just look like an idiot. But I got in. Not the quiet American. I got in. And I did really well. Cool. <laughs> and was this the first time you had been like abroad for an extended period of time? Yes. So. Had not even been to Canada. No way. Wow. That was religious studies or philosophy? It was religious studies. Buddhism? Uh, Buddhism. Yeah, I majored in Buddhism. Were they, you that Buddhist guy in school? I don't know what you mean by that Buddhist guy, but I did I did major in Buddhism, and I also spent uh, three months living as a monk in a uh, Buddhist monastery in Thailand between my second and third year. Wow. Yeah. Why Thailand? Um, Thailand because I won a travel scholarship that allowed me to study the religion I was focusing on on the ground, as it were, and I had to figure out where to go. My Buddhism professor said, there's a monk from Thailand studying in Oxford. Why don't you go talk to him and see if you can stay in his monastery? Hmm. Did you bring your duck boots and corduroy? I did not. Oh, no, good. no. Good. You learned. I brought one I set of clothes and that was the, that one set of clothes and that was the, those were the clothes I was wearing, obviously. Wow. I wasn't naked with one set of clothes in <laughs> <Have> my you, <laughs> bag. <laughs> have you ever gone back to, to a monastery for any extended period of time no, since then? I have not. Neither Buddhist nor non-Buddhist. Huh. And then you traveled from London to the Pacific Northwest I for did, your master's degree. I did degree. for my master's degree at the University of Washington in philosophy. Were there actual? Were there philosophers that really grabbed you? Were there specific oh, yeah, schools of philosophy was, or individuals? Yes, although I was totally confused about how important they might be. Mm-hmm. I was really enamored with Wittgenstein. Uh, who was he taking students? 
<laughs> he was very dead. <laughs> but I did take uh, my first philosophy classes with one of Wittgenstein's students. No, no way. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, how many degrees is that? It's one like, degree? Yeah. Yeah. One degree away from Wittgenstein. Good for you. And now you guys are two. Nice. <laughs> All right. Meaning two Ooh, degrees. The circle is complete. Yeah. Were you there for two years or just one? Just two. Transferred to UMass Amherst. UMass Amherst. But you did pretty well for yourself because you got your degree. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. Good. Good. And, and uh, that, that's what brings you here today. What was your dissertation? <laughs> that's what My dissertation was on um, a dessert-based theory of justice. What do you mean? So there are lots of discussions about the nature of justice. Some people say it has to do with equality. Some people say it has to do with liberty. Some people. Mm. I like this old idea that justice is the getting of what's deserved. Mm. Huh. So I was really exploring, to be more precise in the dissertation, not the idea that justice is the getting of what's deserved, but rather just the idea of dessert. Mm-hmm. Right. We One time you thought I was kidding because the, the phrase just deserts is so common. It is. That I, I think a very, very small percentage of people would be able to trace back what that phrase comes from or that you're not talking about dessert i think the common understanding is that it has something to do with the dessert that you have after dinner yeah i i thought of that there there were set in, in when it was I, I don't mean this in a joking way i think no there were a set of cafes in toronto called just desserts which served just dessert like <laughs> coffee no I'm, I'm serious there was a plan there was there was no a, coffee there was set of, I, I think they had coffee but it was in the uh the like the 80s and 90s they but had the expression is spelled with the dessert part has one s you know i think when people say it they don't I think they're probably they've probably come across a Canadian based dessert franchise and just assumed that the it's a Canadian based dessert franchise, mm-hmm. or that the Canadian based dessert franchise was taking advantage of the phrase "just desserts." It may, it may be even a smaller minority ask, "What is in the Saharan desert?" and they said, "Just deserts." <laughs> Cut that out in post. <laughs> no way. Oh no. But dessert isn't to deserve. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so dessert is just the noun version of dessert. Yeah, I don't think that's very commonly known. I think that's fascinating. I tried to change that, but it didn't work. No. And so after you got your PhD, you went to a little school in New Haven called Albertus Magnus. Um, Did I pick the wrong one? Is there a school in New Haven called Albertus Magnus? Isn't there a University of New Haven? Maybe there is. There is a university. There is also something else there. New Haven Community College? I'm not sure there's that. There is Yale. I, I worked there for Oh, that's where, yeah. that's yeah, where that was. was the one. That's Keeps right. slipping my mind. No, that's right. Um, and then, and then, then from there to here. Here's a funny thing about, if we could just get back to my Yale chapter for sure. Sure, let's um, do it. When I worked there, I felt self-conscious about the fact that I was working at Yale. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to say that that's where I worked. Because I thought, if I say, if people say, where do you work? And I say, at Yale. In their mind, it's going to sound like I said, at Yale, <laughs> right? That, so I always said, oh, "I I work in, I teach uh, I teach in New Haven. I work in New Haven." And then, of course, they would say, "Well, we, we, where?" where do and you then work? I'd have to say oh, Yale. Yale. And then a friend of mine said, "That's worse when you. Oh, it's yeah. like you're stringing them along, yeah. making them. You know." So I eventually, it's, I just it's a weird. Yeah, it's a weird type of thing. Yeah, but I, I understand. Yeah. yeah, I work at the university in uh, Princeton, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, that's right. I should have just said I work in education. In Southern Connecticut, you said right. I, I, I work with humans in the United States. <laughs> right. Right. You were there, so you, you were, were there for really three bad. years, and then you came to Lafayette. I did. So, as a philosopher, is logic another one of your skill sets? I do know logic. Everyone yeah. who goes to graduate school so uh, learns some logic. What is the logic, Owen, of having both a five-day weather forecast and a ten-day weather <laughs> forecast? How does it make sense that you would have both of those? I was hoping we'd get to this. Hmm. Just what person is it who who 
looks at the weather.com channel and says, Weather.com channel? Yeah, sorry, whatever. Weather.com. Website. And says, you know, I don't think I want to see 10 days. I just want the five day. I want to be surprised. Yeah, I mean, why, why wouldn't you look at the 10 day forecast? Yeah, it's inclusive of the five day forecast. Yeah. Yeah, but then they also have the weekend forecast. They got weekend, they got 10 day, 30 day. This is why I like it because I think there's more ways to interpret it because, uh, so first, like I thought the, the hook to me is like, yeah, that's right. It's not so much who would look at the five days, you have the 10 day, it's why do they have the five day if, you if got they 10 have days, the 10 right. day. It's True. already encompassed in that. You don't right. Right. you don't need both of it. It's completely redundant. Mm-hmm. But the other thing um, is that uh, it's possible that they have both of these because there's a intellectual test going on. Anybody who thinks that the weather prediction more than five days has any validity at all is a moron. So hmm. the smart people are only using the five-day forecast. We just lost every subscriber to the Farmer's Almanac. But they keep the 10-day forecast <laughs> there for all the idiot viewers. Oh, I just Am I coming down too hard on I think No, you we are. don't we don't have any idiot viewers because we don't have any viewers. That that's true. Oh yeah, it's listeners. Do you have a, a guess as or a theory as to why they do it? Why they have 10 and 5? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I, maybe uh, people have uh, memories that are pretty frail. You know, who's going to remember what it said for the 7th or 8th day? You can remember two or three days. Yeah, but my I'm saying that I don't think there's ever been a valid 10-day forecast, so why even tell people that? I'm just saying. Um, so, so your pottery. Oh, uh, pottery. Yeah. When, when did you, when did you start? Um, there was an earlier phase where I was uh, sort of interested in it, but I didn't pursue it very aggressively about four and a half years ago. I have one of your pieces. It's one of our most cherished pieces in our house. That's no, very sweet. No, we, we love it. It's great. It's, 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 it's not even like, oh, thanks for this ashtray that looks like the human heart. <laughs> it, it really right. is a, it really is a very nice. Yeah, very, I can endorse that. We've, very we, nice looking piece. We went on a tear. We felt so good because we had like the next 12 holiday presents mapped out mm-hmm. for all of our relatives. Mm-hmm. For me, because I haven't been doing it that long and I, I do it as often as I can, the stuff that I made, even, you know, six months ago, I still, I still like it, but I don't relate to it perhaps as well as, you know, the owners of mm-hmm. those pieces do. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad, I'm glad you like what you got. Yep. Yeah, but it's a, you know that it's a, a difficult tension when you have a friend who does a certain thing and then wants to share it or sell it or did you know about this? Like, uh, you know, potentially very embarrassing for everybody. Yeah, like, yeah. Right? that's why we don't tell anybody about the podcast. Nope. <laughs> Just, just but it's it. a nice yeah. it's a nice payout when yeah. you're like oh okay like I have uh, I had uh, my my college roommate uh, UV friend of the show future guest mm-hmm. um, he wrote a novel his name is UV uh, Uval he goes by UV okay Y-U-V-I. does he get a lot of jokes about UV rays and probably I would think so <laughs> probably. we can ask him okay. uh, he wrote a novel I don't want to say I was worried about it but I didn't know what it, really what it, what it was going to be about mm-hmm. and then I read it mm-hmm. and I thought it was fantastic mm-hmm. isn't that the best feeling when when your friend does something. And it's actually legitimately good, and you don't have to like pretend That's to wonderful. to like it. it is it is really it's 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 even nicer than just discovering something nice. Well, so uh, I don't want to take you off the pottery. We can come back to it, but mm-hmm. I think that also holds. Uh, Owen is a budding poet, and I've read some of your poetry, and I don't think I've read something that I didn't like. It seems you seem to thread that needle between. This is original and it's actually very well composed and I don't feel weird reading it. <laughs> weird in the way that we were talking about before, like, oh my God, I'm have to say. Right, I like, like I have a friend, around. you know, oh yeah, you got to read my poems. Like oh. if it was high school. It's one of the, it's one of the last things you want to hear, right? Yeah. Yeah. Could but you I read mean, my poems? 
Oh, Owen has never said that to me in the nearly 10 years we've known each other. Well, I only started writing them last year. Oh gosh, that's so coming. It's only been a year. You took to it quite quickly. You like a poetry guy. What does that mean? That doesn't mean anything except that it just doesn't seem like you read or, or, or. I do like comic, drawn to I like comic books. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't get you much past uh, Wittgenstein on the favorite philosophers, but do you want to mention any favorite poets? Favorite poets? Yeah. What kind of, what kind of poetry grabs you? I like a wide variety of poetry. Um, I, I, I like, uh, I like Emily Dickinson. I like Wallace Stevens, Walt Whitman, John Ashbery. Um, I've been reading a lot of contemporary poets these days, so many that I can't even name them. I mean, I just keep ordering these books or going to the library and getting books. And in case they're listening, you don't want them to feel bad. <laughs> I don't want them to feel bad. <laughs> right, but this was the right. class you audited. We have a colleague, Lee Upton, who's an accomplished poet. Uh, mm-hmm. A brilliant a brilliant person and a very, very kind person. Simon, do you want to say it? Future guest, friend of the show. Oh, really? Great. Good, good. Yeah, she'll be great. Much better than me. But um, she... Yeah, we're not going to cut that in post. She, <laughs> she was kind enough to let me sit in on her uh, History of Modern... Uh, poetry class in the mm-hmm. fall. I learned a lot. We, um, I think on each episode, we try to force some kind of theme or, or concoct or contrive something to make it seem like we've got something planned. And in Not this us. case, in this case, yeah. I was hoping I'll for a it. quiz. I really wanted a quiz, like an ethics quiz. Wow. Ben, ben, ben is really excited to make this point. <laughs> And he, oh. and he didn't have a quiz this week. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Well, because there were too many. I, I, um, <laughs> I was going to do a quiz uh, on screenwriters because you're also uh, a successful screenwriter. Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't say successful. You won a, a pretty uh, respectable prize. For and I, ha- I did have an agent. I got an agent. Mm. And I got famous people to read my screenplays. There you go. I was so, going to so do a successful. quiz on which, uh, famous, which, which of the following people actually won the Academy Award for screenwriting and which didn't. But there was no humor in it, so I kind of yeah. gave up. <laughs> the humor might be in my not being able to answer. I probably wouldn't know. Yeah, I just halfway through, I was like, I'm not, I'm not even interested in this. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't, I tried to, oh my gosh, we didn't even get to, like, rugs. I was looking up different rug styles because you're also, a, 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 I don't want to say a scholar, but you you have an a, appreciable knowledge of uh, Persian Persian, rugs. Caucasian, uh, Anatolian rugs, antique rugs. You actually had a problem once. You were buying too many rugs. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Did somebody spending talk you down? Way, spending way too much money on did these. Did these run talk you down? She didn't talk me down. Uh, my, 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 what's the word? Recovery from that addiction pretty much coincided with our purchase of the house. Mm. That's, um, that, that's a good way to recover. Right. By so not draining much, all right, your funds. Right. Exactly. I just didn't have the money anymore. And I, I didn't have um, a modicum of, of knowledge to go beyond. You say modicum? Yeah. Okay. It's a modicum, right? I don't know how it's said. I'm, maybe like this the second time I've ever heard it. Can you like be with me on one thing? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I never know. Like modicum. I've I think I've said modicum the sure. one time that I've actually uttered it. So it's two against one. We win. So but so it, Ben, you were trying to make a sort of a big point about this oh. about this whole thing. Well, so yeah, it was. I think this came up on Julia's episode of various breads and butters and uh, the variety of academic life and the variety of. Um, of the of the things that happen here mm. uh, on campus, so you can telescope back and look at all the guests we've had, which we're trying to build a map of the variety of people who are involved in academic life. I think Sissy Spacek was one of them, if I recall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's in the teens. The Carrie Russell, early days, very good, that's very good, great, a good memory. Not a lot of people remember those. Mm-hmm. Well, those last episodes are hard to come by. Oh yeah, they're lost in a paint fire <laughs> after the flood. Yep, yep, <laughs> and the molasses fire. The molasses yeah. fire. Yeah. yeah, it was. It's tragic. But Ben, I still feel like you haven't gotten to where you want to go. Oh yes, very good. So I appreciate that um, we can we can claim that this too, this series of passions, I think represents the variety of your own 
personality, and that's why we wanted to have you as a guest on the show. And aren't because, you disappointed? Mm-mm. No, because we. I feel, uh, like, I feel like I've really let you guys down. I think we lost people in the poetry, first, ten, ten, first ten minutes. Rugs, pottery, <laughs> was like it was Buddhism. A slow, it was a slow start. Yeah. Renan, can you check the the numbers? Have, have we lost people since we started? <laughs> yeah, they're dropping off. <laughs> what, what's the Nielsen on this? Um, but yeah. no, I think I think that's interesting. I think that's it that's, is a yes. It is a yes. Yeah. Should we uh, wrap it up? Yeah. So so do you wait? Oh you, you, you have, no, you have I feel nothing like there was so much potential that went untapped. Not in me, but we we've never had a guest come back yet in all 51 episodes but sissy hey, spacex agent has not called us back um it didn't go well but uh but yeah you know you can always you're always invited to come back well on that note um i think we're gonna we're gonna end uh we had a great time thank you very much owen professor owen mcleod for um sitting in with us it's been revelatory listeners you can email us at various breads and butters gmail.com or you can tweet us at some later date all right, so headphones off. I think we're good. Headphones off. Growing like a breeze, country road.